Avenue, which is a nice big six-lane highway, which they widened just in honor of the goddamn Macarena. And they got all these goddamn uh, cones there in the road. Even David Cone was laying around in there. What the wrong with them? Why don't you just make it easy? Stop trying to over-regulate the traffic. Let the people out. Let them uh, go where the hell they're going to go and stop with all the BS already, will you? Man. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. Uh, first off, I want to tell you, uh, I went to the borders, uh, the one on the one on uh, Flamingo and Sunrise, kind of near, you know what I'm talking about, near Stallgrass? Right. Uh, I went in there on Saturday morning because I, I wasn't going to make the traffic all the way over to your place. Right. And so I go in there and I ask for the CD to the lady behind the counter. She goes, I hate that guy. And I said, well, really? Know, yeah. It was the little short, little Hispanic lady. I stop in there all the time at that border. She, has, she hates she wears, me like poison. She wears, she wears glasses. If you know which one it is. No, I have no idea. Yeah, but, but what kind of a thing would that be to say to the customer anyway, since Borders is supposed to be promoting this well, for you know, us? And what like, kind of a comment is that to make? Well, you know, she's like, I can't believe that you would actually listen to this. I said, you know, this, you know, I can't believe that. You know, I mean, I'm bringing my business, bringing business That's to you on it. Exactly. You know, absolutely ridiculous. So, but not many people showed up at the one over there. Huh? Not many people showed up at your at no, your parents? I mean, we raised we raised about uh, thirty five hundred bucks, which isn't too bad. But uh, that's, the number all, was... that's at all the stores, or just the one there? Huh? No, that's just at that one store. That yeah. was just in the two hours we were there. Really? That's not too bad at all. No. So in other words, now that people can buy them in the borders all the time, they don't. Uh, they've already got six hundred picture cards for me signed. So you know, it's. Uh, in fact, maybe we'll just phase out these appearances. Sounds real. Yeah, good. Great to me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I got to tell you, we love it. We love those CDs. You know, they're pretty good. You know, especially like the Monica one. And right. I like how you got like the topics like kind of together, you know, so you don't have to go searching all over the place. You don't have to keep looking for it. Exactly. Okay. So all right, love you, Neil. Thanks a lot. I love you. How do you like that? The bitch at the borders over there, by man, he wouldn't make it up because this guy's a fan. Okay, and you could just tell by the ambiance of the call, he wouldn't be making that up. I mean, what? What is, it's like if you take a bookstore in a bookstore, and uh, does the does the bitch behind the counter? Oh, I hate that author. I can't stand. Uh, no, of course not. That's happened at a record store to me before, though. It has. CD. Yeah. Well, what or kind of garbage is that? I know. That's what I said. In other words, if you're buying it, that means you like it. Do you care if the per, if the clerk behind the counter likes it? No, of course not. Zit face teenager. In fact, you're only going to be you're only going to be insulted because some zit or rhymes with zit faced asshole behind the counter makes some kind of a caustic comment like they're impugning your taste. How do you like that? Do I like it? No. Boy, that 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 is so. There you. What do you need three for? There we go. We're back to that again, huh? What do you need three for? You gonna sell them? Oh my God! Maybe they can get Phyllis to be working over there at Borders. That would be good. One fifty-one at five sixty. Now that we uh, did the drawing, gave those tickets away. We got two open lines in Broward, two in Dade, six hundred in Fort Myers. We got lines open all over the goddamn place. Even Mark Duper never saw so many lines. Five six seven oh five sixty in Palm five sixty on the AT and T line. QAM. God. Channel 69 offers you a full day of programming of us trying to impress ourselves. And we don't mind if you tune in to watch a pissing contest of out of control interns trying to outcool each other. Like Cuban intensive shows spoken in obligatory English. So Cuban, you'll feel like you just picked through Castro's garbage. Live in studio talk shows with acoustics so cavernous, Mitch Miller would blush with embarrassment. Oh, yeah, and that gay guy at night. But we're hip, we're cool, we be the bomb. Channel 69, putting the whammy on television entertainment. They're mashing it, baby. Hey, Pasta USA, that's on, that's on twice now on Sunday. Were you aware of that? Those old pasty, uh, worn out, uh, whatever the hell they call it. No, seriously, they're, they're old and they're even the mash ones, too. They're faded. It's like old prints that are like from 100 years ago. Remember old prints? Yes. And you know what? It's a fabulous place, but they've got to make one change. Yeah. <clears throat> Since we have a new stadium, why don't we have a new Panther announcer? This guy, Chris Moore, it's like listening, him, listening well, to what's him. What's that got to do with the stadium? No, no, no. I'm saying the arena. With, no, no, the re arena is lovely. Yeah. And, but I'm saying since the Panthers made this new change. Hold on. They, should, they, they, they love him. Don't you understand? They really believe this guy's a hockey announcer. But 
Did you listen? Uh, you, did you listen? Of course to... not. I don't listen to him. I would never listen to him. And by the way, the good news is all 82 games this year will be on Sports Channel. Oh! Even though you got to oh. put up with my friend Rimmer and Denise Potvin, which is a big improvement over that moron on uh, this station. So the thing to do is, uh, you know, turn on your radio, turn the sound down, and uh, turn on your TV set. But it was like uh, he was announcing a funeral. Right. <laughs> okay, Neil, I love you. Thanks a lot. Okay, hold your breath. Hold your breath for that uh, Christina Moron to be gone. He's got naked pictures of Dean Jordan who ain't even here anymore. That's how I think he got the job. Are we going to get started on him again this year? No. I, I wouldn't even waste my time. I wouldn't waste my breath with it, okay? Because people who are real hockey fans, which there are very few from down here, but those of us from real living and breathing places who've heard real hockey announcers, great announcers like Bill Hewitt and Danny Gallivan and Mike Lang and Rick Jenneret and uh, Ken Wilson and people and Fred Cusick who really know how to broadcast a hockey game, make it exciting. Bob Cole, when he was, uh, before he had his heart attack. Those, uh, that crowd, then we know what a real hockey announcer is all about. You call this guy a hockey announcer? No. Only Paul Harvey Jr. But, okay, so here we are almost at the end of the day. We've lost Izzy. We lost Izzy. We lost Woody because I, he got upset with me because of the uh, I told the truth about the Coral Sky Amphitheater and what an uh, outdoor toilet it is. So we lost Woody Graber. That's two. Now, we got Sandy back, but that was only, I think, temporarily. Did we ever hear from Sandy again? No. Just that one time. Just this one time we heard from Sandy. Did we get anybody else back from... Did we get anybody from the TV show? No. Like one or two, but that, that was intermittent. That was along the way. So we are a listener short. That's the problem. Izzy and Woody, which sounds a little bit pornographic to me. We lost those two forever. I don't know what I did to Izzy. He's gone. That's okay. We'll hold it against you. You just won't paint my house again. That's all right. But we lost them. We picked up Sandy, maybe. So I think we'll count her like as a half, because I don't know if she's back. Not Slanting Lady. We don't know if she's still out there. That's what we're going to have to do tomorrow. We're going to have to, like, rekindle our old friendships out there because it's getting really grim. This whole radio station is getting grim. I noticed the other shows, they all talk to each other. Bo Camper was on the other day. He's talking to Donnie B for two hours because there's nobody calling. Maybe everybody out there, in fact, I'm coming to work this morning. It was like a holiday. Maybe most of the people died and we just didn't report it yet. Huh? Maybe all the old farts died and we just, uh, oh! yeah. Except my mother, we can't have that happen because I've got a lot of vacations coming up. Thank you, which I'll get into that momentarily. But first, a reminder, tonight's the night. This is the uh, demarcation point in my life. This is the uh, moment of truth tonight between 6 and 8 p.m. at the pizza loft. Now, why do you ask that, I wonder? He, why, what, why do he say that? Well, just because uh, it's one of those things, you know? One of those things where we have to lay down the gauntlet. We have to put it right out there in the line and say if we have our uh, faithful, loyal people out there that want to help us out with a Center One campaign, that want to show some tangible support, that want to show up there at the pizza loft, either just out front in the uh, front of the thing where they got the table set up and buy the best deal from uh, the CDs and cassettes from Center One or the T-shirts, the great T-shirts that uh, T-shirt Tom came up with from uh, Captured Glory. Or better yet, come in and actually sit down and eat a very inexpensive meal at the Pizza Loft. Let's play the goddamn Pizza Loft jingle, okay? And I assure you, by the way, that Jeff will not touch your food. Pizza Loft, if you want to go at QAM. Oh, God, Neil. What a guy here is a new dance. Some people call it a barn dance. I call it a dirty square dance. Up with the petticoat, down with the pants, in with the beggar, everybody dance. Girls with rags on up against the walls, guys with a heart on promenade dolls. Girls grab your partners firmly by the balls, drag them down the length of the halls. Make them holler, make them shout, put your pretty ass up against his snout. Mm -hmm. Lady go, second lady pass, third lady finger up the fourth guy's ass. Wreck him. Finger out, promenade the halls, now release the poor guy's balls. With the petticoat up with the pants, this is the end of the dirty square dance. Dozy do, I reckon. I'm tired now. I think I'm gonna go grab me some French fried potatoes. Mm -hmm. Alright. Because we're dealing with spineless Israelis over there. You know, the, the, that's why they're here. If they were courageous Israelis, they'd be over there fighting the Arabs. But they're over here, they wimped out. 
Anybody can wimp out and come over here. Go back over there to the wailing wall and wail on it, Maddie, you fat slob, you idiot, you bald-headed geek, you jackass. These are two guys, their, exper their combined experience in television, these are two guys they bring in from out of town to run a TV station. Their combined experience in television between the two of them is oh. the big O. Zero. None. They don't even own a goddamn television. They don't even own They don't forget about having a remote control. They wouldn't know how to hit one to make the set go on. That's what these guys know about television. The big oh. There you go. Okay, so we survived through that, and we had our ones and our twos. And that, that one night we actually had for about two minutes a three-share on there. But in the meantime, no promotion, no nothing. They're screwing up the show, a lot of <laughs> like that, putting stuff on days after it's already, you know, been on. But then we get to this stone forever business, okay? So count excuse for a human being. What piece of walking excrement took that card off of that mic stand that's been sitting there firmly entrenched for several days now? And I mentioned to George, what happened to the goddamn card that was sitting up on the... He says, oh, Rob was in there potching around on Friday. Rob Kaplan was in here diddling with my goods on Friday. How do you like that? Which I've often fantasized about that, but I didn't think it was going to be these goods. Are you ready for that? Rob Kaplan was in here fiddling with my joint on Friday. And again, I'm not blaming him. I understand he wants that grow the big pair. He doesn't have. He's working on it real hard. Stephanie's working on it, trying to grow the big pair. They're not growing, though. They're like uh, BBs. Because Maddie and Vinky are upset, so they take my postcard stone forever out of here. Because we're running an anti smoke Now, I want you to keep in mind, during the entire half-hour show last night, I'm puffing on a goddamn stogie. Okay? George is sitting in there, blowing smoke. We got You can't even see in here. It's like we're lost in a big effing cloud in this goddamn place, okay? Let me light this up again. Okay, just to make my point. How many times did I light this during that half hour last night? I watched the damn show. It'll give you a cancer and a tumor and it'll kill you. Bad for you. And we don't want to pay all your medical bills, okay? There you go. Smoke up the ass all over the goddamn place. We're blowing smoke. So here I am smoking stogies on this show, which I do almost every day on this show. And have been for four months now. But we're running an anti-smoking campaign. It's got nothing to do with your anti-smoking campaign. It's got to do with the fact. And, of course, on Kenneth's Frequency, they're smoking all kinds of stuff. Who knows what they're smoking on that show every night? Oh, but that's after midnight. Well, uh, big deal. We have more disclaimers on there about parental discretion. And they're uh, doing all kinds of grotesque things on there. And put your kids in a goddamn oven and get them out of here. Put them in the dumpster and, uh, you know, enjoy it. It had nothing to do with the fact that they're running an anti-smoking campaign. It had to do with that they're spineless and gutless. And really, if they were smart, if they would do something that fits in with their own mentality, they would have Spider-Man and MASH on 24 hours a day. That's, the, that's their level. That's the level of whammy, Channel 69. Spider-Man and MASH, and maybe once in a while, the Munsters. And if they really want to get carried away, K-Pasta USA, but not the one where Rocky comes out naked with a towel around his waist. Not that one. That's getting a little bit too carried away, okay? Okay? Okay! Yeah, I bet. I mean, you talk about gutless cowards. The essence of this show is that it is outrageous that I say things on here that make a hell of a lot of sense, by the way. Like these stupid goddamn pot laws in this country. If I were some kind of a pothead, if I even smoked the crap, which I don't even like the way it smells, much less have any desire to smoke it, then I'd be like uh, Norma Kent. You know, I'd be like uh, out here trying to encourage people to uh, to do it. I don't give a crap whether you smoke it or not. It's innocuous. It's inane. It's ridiculous. And when I do go to Amsterdam and you walk down the streets there like the Rue de Vaseline and every other street and there's little cafes and you smell, uh, you know, each, each cafe has got a menu. Not exactly like this one that we got on this card here. Not exactly like this one that's got, uh, for example, F.C. De Papa from the Vatican. Holy grass, 50 guilders. It's 25 bucks. But at any rate, uh, and you, you walk down the street, and the, the aroma of the pot and the hash that's being smoked inside wafts out of the street. And you say, yeah, it stinks, actually, when you come around. In fact, you're not really sure whether it's the dog <coughs> on the street or whether it's the uh, pot that they're smoking inside. And who cares? And nobody, they're not having reefer madness over there. People aren't shooting each other in the street over there. They're doing it here last time I checked. So the point of the, putting this up here is to make a point, to make a goddamn point. And they're running so goddamn scared. Like I said, this show is too hot for them to handle. It has been since the f***ing beginning, okay? That's right. Since the very first 
King Show. It was too goddamn... No, don't don't start sticking stuff on here, okay? Remember the bird? Since since this uh, putz put this... uh, uh Right, there's all this stuff in here in my uh, 360. All of a sudden now he's putting drop-ins. I'll do my own drop-ins, thank you. Haven't you heard the way it sounds over on Sheridan Street when the board ops put those stupid drop-ins there behind uh, whoever's on the air? I didn't do nothing. Sounds like uh, kindergarten radio, not even high school radio. I didn't do nothing. Oh, come on. Give me a break. It's back to that same mentality you got. I'm perfectly equipped, thank you, to handle my own crap in here, okay? Oh, my God. Spineless, gutless cowards whose idea of a really revolutionary show was out loud with this poor grease ball over there sweating up a storm, poor Bill Dreck. That was their idea of a revolutionary local show over there. That was hot. Is that gone? Uh-huh. Won't see that no more. Yeah, them and us, we're the ones getting canceled. Everybody else is still on there, Generation Enye. Is there anybody watching Generation Enye? No. Did they ever get a number? No. No. City Desk. They're still doing the same City Desk, that stupid Herald show, which the Herald has long since stopped writing about Whammy, by the way. But nevertheless, they're hoping they might do it again. They're running the same episode with the two old ladies where they found the dead body in the condo. They're still, they run that 600 times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that old bag. You know, they found a dead body in the bag. Oh, yeah. 1027 at 560 WQM. You, know you stupid bastards who aren't probably really Americans anyway. You're probably here, like, a, like I said, on a temporary green card. Or they ought to get a red card from the soccer officials. Give them the red card, okay? They're sitting out. The message is, grow up America. That's the message on this show. You know, I see a tremendous parallel between the American attitudes about drugs, certain ones, which are called drugs, which you grow in the backyard and the ground, and this crap that's going on in Washington right now. All of this crap, the entire country, the whole world is being subjected to this garbage. And, of course, we know it's not partisan, right? <laughs> every single vote yesterday of the House Judiciary Committee, every single vote, 21 on one side, 16 on the other side. 21 Republicans, 16 Democrats. We know there's no politics involved there. It's all nonpartisan, and they really want to work hard to come up with a fair answer on it and be fair to the president and the country and the world and everybody else. Same thing. Grow up, America. Come into the real world. Stop with this sanctimonious, constipated hypocrisy, which is really what America's all about. And I guarantee you, some of the same assholes that are sitting there running these no-smoking campaigns... You know what it reminds me of? Remember the scene in Fatso where he goes to the, uh, the doctor? And he's standing on the treadmill, Dom DeLuise, the diet doctor? And the doctor, this quack doctor, is standing there with a stethoscope, and he's smoking a, a cigarette while Dom is... And he's looking at his uh, watch... And he's got the stethoscope, and he's uh, puffing away on a faggot while Don DeLuise is doing the treadmill. Same thing. How many people involved in these no-smoking campaigns and uh, screaming and yelling because it plays good with the public? How many of these people are puffing away right now and God only knows what they're smoking? Maddie smokes. Maddie smokes? That fat Israeli hypocritical piece of crap? Maddie smokes? You turd. Oh, my God. He was smoking. This is a no-smoking zone, mister. You asshole. We're going to blow so much goddamn smoke in here, it's going to look like they just elected a new pope. Oh! That's what we're going to do. That's right. Just wait till tomorrow. we got plans for you. I wouldn't be surprised if the show uh, somehow doesn't get on tomorrow night. I'm not going to tip my hat what we're going to be doing in here tomorrow. All of us. Everybody in here. And there will be nothing illegal about it. But he'll never know for sure. Probably Fat Joe will have to take a drug test over there on uh, Thursday by the time we get done with this. Of course, he's got so much crap in his system, what the hell would show up in that? God. Man. I'm lighting up again. Just relax, okay? I'm just lighting up my nice cigar from Nick's. Because I want to make sure that none of you out there smokes. It cause, you know, and this is, the, this is the amusing part of the whole deal. You go everywhere else in the world, they smoke. And if they die, they die. But that's their own. They pick their own poison. You go into the supermarket, and there's all these nitrites and nitrates and preservatives and chemicals. People are dying every day. People are getting cancer like it's going out of style in this country because everything is made for shelf life, not for your health. It's big money. It's big bucks. They put it out there in the shelf so it'll last a long time. In the meantime, it's got all kinds of crap in it that you're putting in your body, and some of you are going to die from cancer from it. Does that mean I'm going to sit here and pontificate? Oh, whatever you do, don't go out and eat the uh, fill in the blank. Don't eat. Yeah, that. Oh, gee, don't eat that. Whatever you do. By the way, speaking of don't eat this or don't eat that, 
All you stock market experts out there, which the market's having a pretty good day so far today. We underline the so far. The Dow is up 101. The Nasdaq's up about 32, something like that. But all the experts out there, what did I tell you? These people don't know what they're talking about. Any of them, not a single one of them. They may know all the uh, terms and all the ins and the outs, but as far as really having any idea what they're telling you, they're just a bunch of peddlers. They're just making their commission, and they're selling you their sales holes. I can remember not too many months ago when everybody, all these, uh, the Boston market was the darling of all the stock experts. Oh, yeah, that's going to be big. It's only $15 a share. Well, yesterday, Boston market declared a Chapter 11 and they closed down 178 of their 1,143 homestyle Boston market restaurants, including the one in Plantation, by the way. And guess what the stock, which they were touting at 15 as such a bargain, guess what Boston market is selling at right now? 50 cents a share. Oh, my God. That means if you would have bought, if you would have invested 150,000, if you would have bought uh, 10,000 shares at 15 bucks a piece. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. 10,000 shares would have been 150 grand. That today, that was just a few months ago, that today would be worth $500, $5,000. Your 150 grand would be worth five grand. All right. Oh. There you go. Another big tip from the experts, baby. Oh. How's that Hilton stock doing? Oh, man, am I getting a headache thinking about that. 1045 at 560 WQM. Continuing with our theme of Grow Up America, which makes me want to uh, grow up America, just thinking about it. Dave Hyde, once again, you know, this Dave Hyde at the Sun Sentinel? He's an asshole. Oh, my God. Talk about growing up. You know, here, here's this story about, you know, and, of course, they're doing it to, to goose up the excitement because we've got two really mediocre teams that were the worst two teams in the league last year. So we have to have this big contrived controversy between the Lightning and the Panthers. We'll be playing Friday night, the opening game in the uh, Mac Arena. So Panthers say Tampa players used racial slurs and gestures about Peter O'Rell. Here's the new deal. This is a game where guys take sticks and whack each other over the head, who give each guy other concussions, who do permanent bodily damage to each other, who do some of the most grotesque things to each other in the history of the human goddamn race. And now they're doing something even worse. They're calling each other names. Oh, oh that's right. You f***ing Indian. Yeah, oh, that's right. We had uh, that thing with Chris Simon last year. You no good, you and so evidently, a couple of Lightning players are alleged to have had Tucker and McCarthy, okay, Sandy McCa uh, McCarthy and Darcy Tucker, allegedly called Peter Worrell an ape, and they were saying, you f***ing uh, ape, at the exhibition game over there last Saturday. And the Panther players, as they went off the ice, called Jacques uh, Demers, the coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, a f***ing frog, which I say, all right! Because he is a f***ing frog. Is there any other kind? No. Of course not. He's a f***ing frog, that Jacques Demers. So Dave Hyde, of course, is just outraged this morning. Another one of our great sports columns in his backwater horseball town. NHL can't allow racism to continue. Oh, yeah, that's right, though. It's deteriorated. This could deteriorate into the worst and bloodiest display of hockey Friday since Slapshot. I guarantee it'll be a bad display of hockey, all right, but not because of violence or name-calling. Yeah, sticks and stones, especially... Isn't that how that goes? Hockey sticks and stones can break my bones, but names are a bunch of crap. Isn't that the way that thing goes? That's what they taught me as a kid growing up. They said, uh, hockey sticks and stones, but uh, all this other calling people names is a bunch of crap. Yeah, right. As in, you stupid fag, whatever you are. Who cares? I mean, what? Dave Hyde, you ought to run and hide. You ought to elope with uh, goddamn uh, Henry Hyde. Man, oh, what a, what a column. Just perfect for just ripping up into little pieces and smithereens here. About Gary Bettman's got this big job to do now because Sandy McCarthy said this and Chris Simon said that and this one, yeah, right. Not only are they trying to kill each other out there on the ice, they're calling each other names. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How the hell are we going to survive that? Grow up America, okay? And stop being so uptight about everything. Everything in this country they're uptight about. No wonder we got all these psychiatrists uh, making big bucks in this country. It's the only place in the world where everybody's got at least two or three personal shrinks. Even that, even that slut Monica had a shrink, that Irene Kasorla bitch, that I was reading that stuff yesterday, the good stuff, which I noticed none of that got in that House Judiciary Committee here. None of that got in the hearing. Don't confuse those 21 Republicans and 16 Democrats with any uh, information because it's strictly a partisan bunch of horseball. Crap. 
President had an affair. They tried try to get everybody to uh, cover it up, cover his tracks like every other human being in the world does. And now we got a big major investigation, and Ken Starr is leaking and squirt, leaking squirt, and squirt, leaking. Squirt, squirt, they better squirt. check that urine, okay? Get a urine sample from Ken Starr and check it right squirt, away. Squirt, squirt, who squirt. knows what he's smoking with his bull crap? And Henry Hyde sits up there with a straight face yesterday. Well, you know, and of course, then they wind up passing this thing that they're going to send out of the full house. Oh, yes, we want the broadest. We don't want to have our hands tied like Rob Kaplan. We want to have the broadest possible investigation here so that we can go back to Filegate and Whitewater and Travelgate and Gategate and the. Yeah. Even though after four and a half years and $50 million, $55 million now, he couldn't find one goddamn thing to implicate Clinton on any of that stuff. Well, we just, just in case. Just in case something pops up, no, not that, but just in case something uh, slithers across their desk, we just want to keep it open so that we have something to nail his ass with, even though this is totally nonpartisan, and they don't come any more fair and judicious than that white-haired Henry Hyde. And then they sit there because they know that this hearing is on television, so they're all sitting there acting very diplomatic because they want to give the appearance of being bipartisan, and yet every vote is strictly along political lines. Are they kidding anybody? No. Anybody with an IQ larger than their thumbnail? No. Of course they're not. A tremendous waste of time because we live in a country where people refuse to effing grow up. That's right. That's why we can't even, that's why I have to say effing. As an effing Zimbalist Jr., because the FCC is the word police too, baby. They're the word police. Because if he should say on the air, oh my God, everybody in that whole world will take a crap right there on the floor. Grow the hell up. Like you go to Europe and you hear these songs and they got every word that's ever been invented and then you hear the American version that comes over here or the videos and they all have to be sanitized. They have to take the <laughs> words out because we don't want to offend anybody because our people are emotional cripples. They've been raised and trained to be emotional cripples. And this whammy thing, let me say it again. If you think I'm finished with this, you ain't heard nothing yet. And, I, you know, the show, they're going to take it off. I don't really care. Is it going to change my life? No. Is it going to change my income one dime for the next eight months? No. In fact, after that, is it going to make any difference to me, really, when you come right down to it? No. Am I making any, any money, really, when you come right down? Uh, no. no. And, I mean, the tremendous response we've had on the show since we've been doing that TV show, I think maybe it's having an inverse effect. So it's not going to change my life one iota. That's not the point. This isn't sour grapes because every, everything else they put on there has turned to crap anyway. So why should we be any different? Anybody, any jackass can get out a bunch of old uh, videotapes and our reels of MASH and the Munsters and throw that on there in Capasa, USA from 100 years ago and throw that on the air and get a two or three share with, oh, yeah, there's MASH. I recognize that. Wow. That's heavy duty, Maddie. Oh. You're a real genius. He smokes? Talk about a hypocrite, man. That would be my like my sitting here saying, oh, don't smoke and puffing cigar smoke in your face. Don't smoke, it's bad for you, kids. It'll kill you. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's okay for me because I'm an old fart and I'm going to die anyway one of these days. But you kids out there, don't be smoking. Bad for you. How about educating people? How about giving them information about the food, about the water they drink, about uh, the stuff they stick in their puss, and then let them make their own uh, stupid decision? Can't do that. How come I can't keep this thing lit? I think he's chumped. Oh, there it goes. It's going. No, it keep sucking. I can't keep it lit because I'm wasting all this time talking here. That is a real impediment to keeping your stogie lit. There's a message for all you kids out there, okay? Don't come up for oxygen. Mmm. There you go. Don't forget pizza off 6 to 8 o'clock tonight. Oh! Racial slurs at the hockey games. What are we going to do about that? Crap. Huh? What are we going to do about that? You boys better be nice to each other out there, and don't be calling each other no names, you crazy old frog. That was my favorite. Jacques Demers says, I'll stand by Tucker and McCarthy. I was called a f***ing frog when I left the ice by some Panther players, but I overlooked it. I wasn't happy with it, but I didn't report it to the league. He would report it to the league that they called him a f***ing frog? Give me a break. That would be like us calling Denise Potvin a f***ing frog or something like that. I feel really, really f***ing. Too bad. You're still a f***ing frog. And a dumb one to, to boot. You're a dumb f***ing frog. How do you... Oh, gee, we're pouring that one to the league. You went a little too far on that one. Is this country ever going to grow up? No. No chance. No chance. 
So let's hear today from all these people that are like uh, very righteous about that and want to tell us about how marijuana is evil and terrible and illegal and uh, is going to uh, destroy. We're going to have reefer madness again. And that Maddie's probably right. Because I'm sure before the day is out, we'll have somebody giving us a song and a dance about that. Just wait till tomorrow. You ain't smelled it. You ain't sniffed nothing yet, okay? We haven't burned anything yet here. Here's our first call. This is the first call. I've been on a roll here for 55 minutes. These phones ought to be smoking by now because we sure are. Oh, but i got to do a break. Hey, I'll get to the goddamn calls when I feel like it. The way these last five shows have gone, man, I wouldn't wish it on goddamn uh, Hermann Gehring, the way this audience has been these last uh, few days. 5670560, oh, pound 560 uh, on the mobile one line. See all your kids out there when you smoke those stogies? Uh, start, you start gagging and choking. It's bad for you. Oh, my God, it's a killer. Hey, let's talk about our good friends. It's uh, 1101 at 560 WQM. Good luck to Jim Leland, by the way. Like I told you, how many weeks ago did we tell you this? He's going to uh, uh, Denver to manage the Iraqis. Didn't we already know that? Jesus. Oh, big shock here last week, that press conference that they got all bent out of shape that we didn't carry. Like it was a big, oh, he's leaving. He can't be leaving. Yeah. Surprise. Here's uh, Perrine. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. I'm guys about this cutting-edge show and this and that. Yeah, don't say bullcrap again, though, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was just surprised you can say that... Rap. Just don't say bullcrap. <laughs> I was just surprised how, you know, my partners... Unfortunately, I can't mention the name of our company, mm -hmm. uh, because they're in, still involved with that. Right. Jerk off. And... Uh, from the first That's day... That's what they call him over there. They call him Johnny Jerkoff. That's his nickname over there at Whammy. That's what as all his kids As soon as he opened his mouth, yeah. I knew there was something wrong with this guy. Mm -hmm. And I tried to tell my partners this, but they were so overwhelmed with all these promises. This, He's an asshole. asshole. Yeah. An asshole. You're being kind calling right. him an asshole. Uh, well, I can't say the words on the air that would really describe... You know, perfectly. Well, we got a hold of Barry Dillard's uh, home phone number, and we gave him a couple of calls. Really? Yeah. It's uh, published in a magazine called Sub Pop. Huh. And he, along with a few other celebrities. Uh, now, did he answer them. one of his boyfriends? Uh, no, he answered. Actually, oh, great. He answered, and he actually talked to us. Well, that was pretty damn uh, white of him, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, which surprised was me. white? Yeah. But enough about that asshole. Uh, I'm I'm baffled. Why won't the Vancouver Canucks trade a Pavel Bory for they our will. whole team? They, they, that's going to happen. Pavel's going to be out there the whole uh, Friday, all uh, all by himself against uh, Vancouver, against Tampa, calling him names. We might have better luck with him. There you go. Okay, hey, pal. Neil, you have a good day. Thanks for the scoop. There you go. The lowdown on Maddie oh! over there. Whammy, a real jackass. Two open lines in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Yeah, you know, uh, I monitor your show on a daily you basis. You monitor my show. Yeah, okay, monitor this, okay, jackass. I know exactly who that is. Mr. Mr. Let's take a good shot. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, monitor your show on a daily basis. You know something? I wouldn't waste ten seconds with you. I think you had about four seconds there, okay? That was four seconds too much. My malcontent, sourpuss, jackass. I monitor your show. Get a life, okay? If you don't like what you're hearing on your show, find something you do like. That's called diversity. That's called the American way is what it's called, okay? You jerkball, you jackass. Man, he monitors. That's the American fucking way. Yeah, right. We have an open line in uh, Broward and two in Dade. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 in the AT&T wireless line. Here's Pompano. Hello. Morning, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Imagine, you know, I'm, I'm reading this article about these racial slurs and stuff like that this yeah. morning. And uh, Jock Demers acting shocked because somebody called him a frog. I mean, this has been well, going they on for years. What was that? Our phone just imploded on this call because the guy said "king frog" or something like that. Wow. Open line in the Broward two and date. I do a 55-minute monologue here this morning. I'm going ape. I'm worked up into a frenzy, and I got the uh, open lines on this board. Same old crap. And one of the assholes that we had called here, two calls back, he's monitoring the show. He's giving me a report. Go get a life, these idiots. He's not listening because he enjoys the show. He's a masochist. He's monitoring to save the world from that uh, fat fag on the radio. Right. Two open lines in Dade. 567 oh, 0560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Virginia Key, hello. Hello, Neil. I'm monitoring your show. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> Is that hey, incredible? That's unbelievable. There's Does only he have one thing to say about now. He's he's an asshole. Right. Gotta be. 
say, I uh, I watch your show, Whammy, sometimes. Oh, you're the one? Yeah. And I see you guys smoking these stogies. Yeah. I mean, I'm a libertarian. I mean, I don't care what you do with your own body, you know mm -hmm. I mean? If you want to smoke a cigar, you know, smoke a reefer, go ahead. I can give a crap less. Mm -hmm. I, I think reefer should be legalized. Yeah. And I don't even smoke it, so. Exactly, and I feel the same way. Yeah. What, what kind of garbage is this? The government tells you what kind of plants you can grow in the backyard. But but I just, what, my, my thing is, and, and I'm not militant about this, because if somebody's smoking a cigar, I just walk away. I don't, I don't scream at them. But, you know, secondhand smokes would bu bugs me, mm. you know. But, but, but anyway, I had a good friend of mine who used to work in this little office, this little encapsulated office, and she's a chain smoker. And uh, I would go in there sometimes to, to sell her an ad or something, and the, she had no ventilator. And all the sales were What a great plan. was pouring into there, yeah. What a great, yeah, I was worried about you, that's all. Mm -hmm. As long as you get rid of that smoke. Worried about me with what? No, it, we, it's, it's siphoned out immediately. Super. It goes right into Gary Sar Sarner's orifice. Excellent plan. Okay. See ya. Okay. Open line in Broward, all of Dade County. We're right back at it again. we got 200 open lines on the board. Fine. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Neil. I just wanted to let you know I'm the other viewer that watches you on Whammy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're up to two. That's good. And I saw you at Borders Saturday, and I have to tell you, you look so good in person. Oh, yeah. TV is not your friend. No. You look so much better in person. Well, they keep so doing that younger. unflattering that shot from the side, you know, where it looks like I've got my eyebrows falling out like David Fury from uh, the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. They, they do a lot of unflattering. Well, that's TV for you, you know. Yep. They want to show every pimple, every zit. Well, I had to let you know you look fantastic. Actually. Well, no Wayne Hypingo, I'll tell you that. Okay, have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks. Okay, I look good. Uh, we have an open line, and anybody believe I look good? No. no. I don't think so. Open line at day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil, I'm another viewer to the Whammy Station. Mm -hmm. Three. Well, I tape a lot of your shows for a future, uh, you know, for four years from now when you retire. Yeah, well, you better start taping real fast the next month. Well, I've been taping a lot. As a matter of fact, I've got over about 100 cassettes of the show. Too. Well, you Boy, know, maniac. Well, you know, you got, you know, hey, look, as much as you may not want to, I mean, or accept it, but uh, you do help make the Dana enjoy the show. I want to ask you something. When they do the QAM updates, like it was a bulletin and nobody selected anybody from the Panthers waiver. I mean, you know, we didn't get anybody, and then they always say nobody was, you know, picked up. By yeah. A, I mean, who do we have? Who are, we, who are they going to take? It's not a question of who do we have. They're trying des they were trying desperately to dump Kirk Muller, Terry Karkner, and uh, Jeff Norton. They were hoping desperately. They were praying. In fact, they were. some of them were in church, some of them were in school yesterday, praying that somebody would uh, pick one of those guys in a waiver draft, and nobody did. Because they're a lot smarter than we are. Hey, I got my uh, 15 games of all my seats. Man, I can't wait to go to the new arena. I'm Great. You oh, haven't been there yet? Well, I've been there, but not for a game. You know, not for the game. I'm ready. I'm rocking and rolling. First oh, game in right. uh, L.A. One thing about smoke that really bothers me yes? is uh, if I was an employer, uh, I would be so pissed off because the office I work in, every 10 minutes these people got to go take a break. I mean, how many hours a day are they losing productive That's time? That's right. That's yeah. why the stock market's going to crapper because America's losing millions of man hours of work and woman hours every year with this uh, smoking, uh, all these people going out on a break. When I used to work every for Every time I go downstairs in this building, Gary Sarner's sitting out there in the stoop smoking a stogie. Every time at the other joint, there was Steve Nickel out in the back stoop smoking a faggot. Every and, time. And wasting time. If you don't smoke, if you're smart enough not to smoke, then you're stuck picking up the slack for these people. I, I used to work at a company where we had to answer the phones, all incoming calls all the time. So all these people, they, every hour, I'll take my break now, 10 minutes. And like we're sitting there like, well, when is our break? We don't get a That's break. That's why the whole world economy is going to hell in a handbasket because of smoking breaks in America. You're right. And if I see one more Jeb Bush sticker, I'm, I, you know what I do is I peel them off the people's cars. <laughs> yeah. That okay, pal. Bye. Have a great day. Okay, we have an open line in the Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line, 1109 QAM. Yeah. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. How are you, Neil? Okay. Uh, listen, uh, long-time listener, I just moved one year ago because of you. I changed my life, and I just come to say hi, see how you doing. You changed uh, your life? Well, you know, you. I listened to you for four years. Um, I got into the uh, uh, Atkins diet. I got to lose a lot of weight. I got a new job. I got a life. There you go. I don't live in Florida anymore. I live. I moved to Dallas. Oh God! Yeah. I know, man. You are my God, and uh, I didn't know you were on this radio station. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I well, we like to, to keep it a secret. We don't want to get too many listeners out there. It gets very unwieldy when the audience gets too big. We like to keep it small <laughs> and convenient. 
And, uh, and you know what, too. Neil? Um, I, I'm going to be here for the next three days, and I listened to your show this morning. I was trying to get the uh, uh, vehicle emission inspection report. Yeah. A bunch of assholes over there. Mm -hmm. But anyway, people here in Miami are crazy. I, I never realized, realized that until I moved out of here. And uh, you said a lot of things that I'm sure a lot of people... Uh, understand, but they don't take action. I used to action, and believe me, my life changed. I'm a happy man. Good for you, pal. I make a lot of money now. Congratulations. Uh, wow, and, and I just think you are a god, and uh, I didn't know. Uh, one of my friends, he has tapes. I made one of your uh, best of meals, you know, when I yeah. come to you. Oh, well, go, oh, you go to Borders. They got all our new stuff in Borders right now. All the Borders all over well, Dayton, Brown. Go check it out, Neil. Okay. But anyway, I just want to say hi, say hello to George, and good luck to you guys. And have a great Probably. life, pal. Have, we'll see you. Get out of here. Okay, we got all the day lines open again. We've got a very, very serious problem in Dade County that's developed these last uh, two, three weeks, I would say. And it's getting worse. It's like this, the world markets, man, getting worse by the minute. We have we have the alienation of affections in Dade County. Not only can't we get like a real caller in Boca who isn't an Ojan provocateur and a real major asshole like that one guy who monitors the show every day with a scratchy voice, not to go back on the subway and get out of here. But we got a Dade problem that is devastating. If we could put Dade back together, we might actually have a life here. But I have my doubts. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line in Dade. Here's Deerfield. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Good. Um, listen, I was wondering, um, I just saw a commercial here on Whammy about your, they were doing a spot on your program. Uh-huh. For your program. They were doing a spot on it? Well, they, yeah. Commercial. Anyways. Joel, wipe it off. <laughs> Anyways, what they said is they said you can see them at 10.30 only. 10 right. 10.30 p.m. Why did the, it used to be at 9.30 and 10.30. Yeah, now it's 10.30 only. Now it's 10.30 only. Yeah. Now it's, why, it's whenever they feel like putting it on. That's the way it's been since the beginning, since we began this escapade with uh, high school uh, television. Whenever they feel like putting it on, that's what they do. I mean, I'll if be they honest. have nothing to fill in an hour on Sunday night, they stick it on there Sunday. Now they got football shows to stick on there, they stick football shows on there, and we're out. Unbelievable. Yeah, this is the way that it's been going on. Because the thing is... So is even that... if you found a show on that station that you like, the odds of you being able to find it again, like a couple of weeks later, are slim to none. Right, right, I understand. In the same time slot. Right, I understand. Uh, let me ask you a question. I wanted to ask your opinion on something else. Um, how do you feel about um, emission inspections for the state of Florida? It's a I know joke. That... It's huh? a joke. It's, it's a scam to raise a few bucks, that's all. Yeah. They stick a little pipe up your... Uh, Rectum. And that's it. And they give me the $10 and have a great life. We need auto inspection in the state, sir. I've been saying it for 100 years. Exactly. So that we don't have all these people with bald tires well, and their little exactly. beat-up old brown Toyotas out there with no insurance <laughs> and no headlights and no brakes. Exactly. But this is Florida, pal. Unreal. No, because, I mean, we, we have some, uh, me and my family, we have some thoughts about, you know, moving back up north. I, I, I know you've mentioned Canada before. My, my wife is from Toronto. Yeah. And she's born in Toronto and everything, and you mentioned the pickle Well, how barrel. can you live here if you were from Toronto? How no, can no, no, anybody no. survive in this place? Well, the thing is, is that she's from there. I was born in the States, but I have, I have family that live in Montreal, and we're deeply considering probably after my... Uh, Oldest one finishes elementary school. We're thinking about just packing it and going up there. Up to Montreal? No, up, up, up to, up to uh, Toronto. Oh, that'd be a good move and definitely the right direction, believe yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think things are a little more secure there than they are here. A little more secure and the people get along there and it's a great city and there's a lot to do and uh, exactly. it's, it's a real place exactly. with a real downtown and uh, it's a real uh, living and breathing place. That's it. That's okay, it. pal, good hey, luck to you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay. Open line in Broward. We can't, have we got date problems again today? Uh-huh. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's our last call. This is Neil Rogers' last time ever. You believe me? No. Last time ever that he says this. Dade County. I went through fifty-five frickin' minutes here. We've got people trying to censor the goddamn TV show because they got no sense of humor and they're uptight and they're a bunch of hypocrites sitting and puffing stogies and faggots out of their puss and running around talking about how they got a no smoking campaign on there. So get rid of the Stone Forever card. It's a joke card from Amsterdam. Censoring our goddamn show on there. Do the people in Dade County care? No. Do they have anything to say? No. There's got to be something going on with this phone. There has got to be. This can't possibly be it. Two million people in Dade County, and I'm sitting here 22 and a half years on a year. I can't get one, one bump fork asshole in Dade County to call this radio show anymore. I went away that one week on vacation. I'd come back here, and this is a nightmare. It's like the end of the world here. There is one. Let's get the other two. How can we do three? Do you think we might do three no. in Dade County? Uh, just to fill up that board for one minute. 
I think back to that 57-day Joe DiMaggio record-breaking streak I had years ago on the other station. 57 days in a row. Never gave out a phone number. Never gave out a frickin' phone number. 57 days in a row. And the new deal isn't, and you know, the sad part of it is, these people, I'd say about 50% of this audience, really believes that I enjoy doing this. That that's what I come in here every morning, bright and early and bushy-eyed and tailed, however that goes, to come in here and do this, to beg people to talk about the stuff that either I was talking about or that they want to talk about. Here's a big thing in the paper, arena events strike bright chord. Two opening concerts draw rave reviews from fans, entertainers. Everybody at the Mac Arena is enthused. They went nuts, it says here. Over 40,000 people for the Celine Dion and Elton John concerts. And they all loved it. They had a great time. What do we get? Ah, the place sucks. You know, every, that's all we get. Sour, negative, hostile, including from Boca, that guy who should... I'm going to tell you something. There's so many of you out there. If you just get on a bus, we'd pay your bus fare and pack you a stale sandwich. And just go anywhere. And let people here have a real life. Just We're just begging you, let us have a life. Just go the hell away. Don't go away, Mad. Just go away fast, Maddie. Here's a lady in Naples. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. I've got a scratchy voice over here in Naples. That's okay. Anyways, Probably too I, used cigars. To, I used to call you when I was a flower girl in Boca. Yeah. Anyways, um, I thought I saw you on 595. You, what color is your Corvette? Red. Red? I did! I saw you on 595. Oh! Yeah. Boy, heavy um, duty. I thought it was blue, so, yeah, that's right. Oh, I saw you. Great. Anyways, my brother's on the boat. Hi. And um, I'm going to Toronto for um, New Year's Eve. i got a girlfriend that moved there from London. Yeah. I'm from Michigan, but I lived in Bell River outside of um, Windsor mm -hmm. for a few years when I was growing up. So, yeah, it's beautiful over there. It's yeah. nicer over here in Naples, too, than it is. Where you are. Oh, you yeah. can say that again. You can say that. <laughs> say it again. It's nicer in Naples. Nicer in Naples. Even with all those gypsies they got there, right? And I like being able to come over there in an hour and a half time. <laughs> you know, because I usually go to Pompano or Lauderdale by the sea. Yeah. But anyways, how was the Amsterdam? What is it? How was the Amsterdam? It's still there. It's, it's still, still great. There? Yeah, it's still there. Better to, than ever. Jam-packed with living and breathing people is how it is. Would you rather go to Italy or Amsterdam? I like them both. All right. I like the food in Italy, and I like the people in uh, Amsterdam. I've been to Mallorca, Spain, and um, Scotland. Yeah, well, that's a start. That's okay, a start. Have, a great, Bye. have a great life. Okay. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, at pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's like waking the dead. I'm gonna. I'm serious. Next week, I'm doing a show in a, in a cemetery. We're going to do a remote. We're going to go on a remote. We never did that on this station before. We're going to do this show in the middle of a cemetery, forest lawn, someplace. We'll find one. Lithgow. And I'm going to do the show in the middle of a funeral parlor. And I guarantee you, get the same response. I'm not going to take phones. I'll just talk to the people in the tombstones. That's all. Get the same response we've been getting here the last six shows. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, what do you think about these Bobsy twins, Barr and Star? You know, Barr the other night... Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560. You know, we're glad to be back on in Fort Myers. We're tickled to death. We're delighted. Just uh, don't call us. We'll call you, okay? Barr and Star, the Bobsy twins. All right, there's a little Fort Myers humor for you there. Not too much. We don't want to get carried away. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm okay. I'll Good survive thing. it again here today. Two things. Yeah. Um, I have my own business, and I was at one of my accounts, and this old fellow was just laughing his belly out. He had his headset on. So I uh, I asked him, I said, you wouldn't be listening to Neil, would you? And uh, he said, yeah, and, and uh -huh. we talked a little bit. So the next time I stopped at that stop, he was there. Now, was, again, was he, he listening, or was he just monitoring? He was listening, and there oh. were several, so several people around, and they they were just looking at him kind of funny because he was just busting the gut. Yeah. So anyway, the next time I stopped, he was getting on. He was talking to me seriously about Christianity, you know, and I just uh, I thought that was a, a little bit strange. A little ironic, yeah. Yeah, a little bit ironic. Mm -hmm. And the second thing I wanted to ask you is, I've been struggling with my heels. I know I know you're Doctor Neil, and I just wanted to know when you use the heel cups, did they do any good for you? Yes. Because I've no, been no, no, I'm not the heel cups. The uh, the Doctor Scholl's uh, those inserts, those foot, the, whatever the hell they call those things. Not the cups. No, the cups didn't do squat. I got the cups, and I've been using them for a couple of weeks, and I'm around like a duck. 
You're walking around like a duck. It took me 10 months to get over this crap that that quack doctor gave me those damn uh, magnets for my shoes. In fact, uh, no, I don't have those in now. I have these uh, oh. other things. But they're doctor shoes. They're like gray. You can get them at, uh, at we have an open line of day, 2 in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 1125 at QAM. at 560. I tell you what, that Buddy McKay, he's sure going to make it, ain't he? No. No chance. I got a better chance of getting elected. I couldn't get 10 votes, and that's about what he's going to get. Buddy McKay, he's uh No. No way. Oh, here's the man who ought to redeem himself after making us look like fools not too many weeks ago. First off, if you're good-looking, then I'm a male mob. Let me say it again. Don't try to change the subject here. Okay, well... Mr. You know bogus what? Information let me, Man. Let me... When are you going to be at the next Panther game? Let me say it again, Mr. Bogus Information Man. Let me tell you something. When I tell you my, soor my source, you're going to have a panty soiling worse than that in on the turnpike where you shoved it in behind the Wasn't toilet. on the turnpike. Yeah, Wherever. Wherever. I was on hiatus road. I took a little hiatus. Anyway. Um, it yeah, this was is Paul accurate. Harvey Jr. who reported about three weeks ago on his show, called Stop. breathlessly to tell us that it was definitely uh, John Henry had bought the team and the press conference that day was to announce it. And I go on here and I say that, and then it makes me listen, look like a total fool here on me, the Ranker. sports station. There was a verbal agreement and a handshake when I called you. Yeah, a handshake. A handshake, like a Greg Reed handshake. Does it mean anything? No. Of course not. Just ask George. He'll tell you about that. Ask Rimmer. He'll tell you. You ask George if I asked him not to put this on the air, and it went on the air. Ask him. Did he tell you not to put it on the air? Uh, I don't recall. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he doesn't recall. I say you don't remember. I can't recall. Why would he like tell me to do it next to the air? Moving along, what difference does it make? He's buying the team anyway. You were just way ahead of your time, as usual. When are you going to be at the next game? At the next hockey game? Yeah. Whatever the next home game is, the 21st okay. or 3rd or whatever the hell it is. All right, I'm going to give you some LA Kings, I think. All right. Well, I'll see you there. I will talk to you about what happened, and you will crap your pants. Really? The truth. You remember when I told you about the McLean incident, about somebody not liking his foul language? Right. And Rimmer Marty denied Heisinger, that. Yeah. Oh, forget about Rimmer. He's okay. just, he's on the payroll. Forget about him. He told me I was insane, and then the next night I saw him at the arena, and he gave me a look that could kill. Yeah. Okay. Well, and what, that turned what about out be, it? What about it? And turned out to be truth in that. It was denied for how many weeks, and then yeah. months later? Okay. So what are you trying to do? Redeem your reputation now? No, the, no, no, no. Is the great, is the uh, Panther insider, the, uh, the, the Wayne Hypinga insider? I have my sources. Yeah. And when, when I tell you about it, you're going to crap your pants. Okay, you well, that's the fourth that's time you... I hope I bring a lot of underwear. I better bring an extra carton of Depends that night. <laughs> I'm going to bring June Allison with me. She's going to be my date at the game. Listen, first of all, I've got a movie review. Yeah. Do not waste your money and see that uh, uh, Robin Williams movie. I, I know something. I would never see a Robin Williams movie. Uh, other, other than Good Morning Vietnam, this man has never been in a good movie in his life. He's a funny guy doing his, uh, you know, rolling on a stage routine. But this man, that gets the worst movies uh, of anybody I've ever seen. You didn't like it? You must have a thing for a Matt Damon. You know, no, that was a crap movie. movie. To... I, I, I saw it on the, up on the plane. The plane I watched with about uh, ten minutes of it. It was crap. Uh, that okay. kid can't act his way out of a paper sack. He's in just a putt. A sleeper, I want you to promise. And I'll tell you a movie that was even worse than that that he was in. What was the other movie that he was in before that where he was the uh, young lawyer, the uh, preppy lawyer? What was it? I don't remember. Okay. Hey, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. I was uh, responding to your plea for calls from the city of Miami. No, not from the city of Miami. From Dade County is a lot more than the city of Miami. There's Kendall, there's Sweetwater, there's uh, Coral Gables, there's uh, a few other joints. Uh, I guess we're in bad shape then. There's Goulds. <laughs> um, Naranja. I tried calling... Uh, Gain. Yeah. I was listening. I was listening to... Um, I tried calling yesterday... Um, West Kendall. To Phil Henry. Mm-hmm. On KFI, and I had I had told them that uh, that uh, you told us you know what radio station he works for. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I was listening on the internet, and uh, I let them know uh, that uh, I was listening to 560, and they said, "Oh, you mean you know you mean Neil Rogers?" And uh, I'm like, uh, "Yeah." And I was I was trying to get on on the air with uh, Phil Hendry, and they right. said that they don't accept any calls from the city of Miami. Right. That's right. They take no calls from down here because. The people, see, the people that call from down here, they want to talk to Phil about when he was here. And the people in L.A. and the people listening to KFI have no interest in that. So Phil, being the wise man that he is, doesn't want to hear any of that. Right. It's like when these guys call here from Tampa and want to talk about Bob Lasseter or the guy that called me yesterday from Orlando that wants to talk about people on the air up, up there that nobody here ever heard of and couldn't care less about. 
So, you know, you appreciate the fact that people like your show and they want to call, but uh, they want to talk about stuff that nobody in the audience cares about. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're going to call and talk to Phil, then, uh, you know, don't let him know you're from Miami and don't talk about his, you know, Miami show. Exactly. Talk about whatever he's talking about. Right. Uh, which at that point just happened to be uh, some kind of fried chicken recipe right. that he said Jeffrey Dahmer wrote up. All you can eat, Jeffrey Dahmer Negro, right. <laughs> okay, have a great day, pal. Okay, you too. Thanks for the good news. Oh, well, why did I turn my head? Why did I turn my head sideways there for just a second? That was the bad mistake. Every line on the board was lit. I turned my head for like five five seconds. I just turned off to the side. Okay, we can all bail out now. You know, I wish somebody would explain to me what's going on here this last week. Because does, does anybody have any idea no. what the, is going on in this place? There must be some gigantic festival, some big orgy going on, and we're missing out on it. Because these people, after the after that 55 minutes that I did here this morning of ranting and raving, see, does anybody care about that TV show? No. Does anybody care about freedom of speech? No. Or America growing up? No. Or about all these repressive uh, bull crap that goes on here? No. Or about this stuff that's going on up there right now in Washington? No. Does, no, of course not. Or about living in a police state? No. Does anybody have anything to say about these things? No. Well, guess what? That's why you're living in a place where you are, because you don't care. Two open lines in Dade and two in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T freaking wireless line. Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? I can't believe it. Hey, well, you know, I, I guess George didn't notice. I'm, I'm calling on the Dade line to try and save you. Yeah. To try and save this line at least, and you know, do some good. But uh, you know, oh, I know you're. That's right. You're in Pembroke Pines. Here's a guy in Broward is calling. Well, how do you do that? Oh, I just uh, one three oh five. Oh, I see. I, see. I got know, you. See that? Great. So, you know, at least I'll utilize this line so you guys. Yeah, listen, we don't have anybody wants to talk to me for free, much less long distance. Get Please. serious. Well, you know where they all are. Where is that? They're, they're at the cockfights. That must be it. That's where it is. And they must be starting some in Broward too, because they're the. They're, oh. uh, seriously, since last Tuesday, Tuesday through today, this is the worst week in all the years I've been on the air in this town. But, I mean, bar anything. Well, not even the old people over here at Cemetery Village are even going. I think they're, what's the name of that place where all the old people were eating all that free stuff that you're talking about? Oh, the Rascal House. That's it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, you know what? Hey, you didn't like uh, Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire? You didn't think he was funny? I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't see that? that no. was, he was pretty good in that, you know. See, he, he's burned me too many times. Although, see, just, he uh, was. And I, and I love Robin Williams, don't get me wrong. It's just that in movies, he, he picks the worst scripts and he gets involved in the crappiest movies. And he's just not a movie guy. That wasn't bad. I think that was the one with him and Sally Field, I think, was in that. Yeah. And that was pretty funny when he dressed up as... Uh, in drag. Oh, exactly. But, uh, you know what? Um, you know what I didn't hear the other day when, uh, during the Dolphin game, Mandich wasn't doing, you know, the little things he does on the Mandich things, Volume 2. The All Right and everything. All Right. No, I, I wouldn't imagine. What, what did he have to go All Right about in that game? Yeah, well... Until it was finally over. You, know you know what was pretty funny, though? When, with Hank the other day, he... Uh, he played the Vinny Testaverde touchdown pass to Keyshawn Johnson. I heard it, yeah. That was phenomenal, though. He was, he was dropping oh, right. oh, 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 right. a lot of managed shit. Exactly. Drops there. That was very good. Very good. But, I'm, you know, I want to tell Listen, you. Listen, if, if I would have been managed, I would have walked out like at halftime in that game. We'll ask for a refund. That was pathetic. Uh, we, you know what wouldn't be a bad idea? Maybe we need number 88 out there. He'd yeah. be better than some of the receivers. Yeah, but got. he's not a tight end anymore. That's what I heard. <laughs> um, but, uh, you yeah, know, with these best of CDs, uh, I got them playing in my work now and everything like that. They love the Ebonics graduate one. Great. That is phenomenal. I, you know, Thank God you work where some people got a sense of humor anyway. Well, you know what? They, they, my bosses hated you and everything like that. And then they're like, why is this guy on the radio? Why you're frying your brain and everything like that? And then I started playing your bits back here. Oh, they love them. Now they're now, like it. Now, now they're so like, if I would just shut up and play the bits, they'd like me a lot no, 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 more. No, 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 no. I just do no, that. No, no, no. The way no. things are going. No, well, you know what? They, you know why? Because the people in Dade and Broward that are sucking up to you all the time for tickets, they got to have some time, something to do. Yeah. That's the thing. But, uh... I don't know. So uh, you're going to be at the pizza loft tonight, right? Yes, sir, 6 to 8 p.m. And I'm going to tell you, if we have another crappy turnout tonight from 6 to 8, I'm taking about three, four months off. I'm, I mean, I'm promising you that. What the f*** is going on with Dayton Broward? Exactly. That's that's the <laughs> operative question. And West Palm. Right. Well, and forget Fort about Byron, them. The whole place. Okay, yeah. pal. Have a great All right. Night. Good talking Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. There's a guy that tied up a dateline from Pembroke Pine just to make me feel a little bit better. Do I feel a little bit better? No. Of course not. Because we got two stinking calls left on the board. Two open lines in Dade, two open lines in Broward. We're going through another cycle here again. Hey, I'm used to this. I've gone through 20-some years of this. This town goes through these periods, man, like they're all in the rag. I was telling them, somebody was interviewing me the other day, I was telling them about this, uh, the way this town works. It happened at KAT, it happened at W Snooze, it happened on INZ, it happened on Zeta, it happened on uh, IOD a lot. 
And now guess what? It's happening here on QAM, no less. How do you like that? Oh. They're going through another cycle out there. They're busy. We have an open line in Dade. We have an open line in Broward. Is there anybody out there smoking some good weed while we're on here today? We'll trace the call. We'll have Maddie and Binky come right to your house, okay? They'll tie you up. They'll put you on the kid show there in the middle of the day, right on whammy. They'll make you do a goddamn stupid star, all right? Because they're very righteous. They're very uh, upfront. They're great Americans, even though they're illegal aliens, and they come from Israel with a banjo on their knee. And they're probably davening right now. They probably do the same stuff as your crazy accountant does. 21 till going out of business sale here on QAM. I'm serious. We're finished. We're done. What did I tell you about this radio station? If there was any place that could put me out of business, because I'm sitting here. That first hour I did today, if I say so myself, was sensational. Oh! Was great. Was an act of brilliance on my part. Oh! Did these assholes have anything to say even responding to what I was talking about? No. Of course not. Oh, there's Rob Kaplan, of course, who's uh, the underling. We feel bad for him because uh, he wants grew a pair, but Maddie sliced them right off. He performed a second brisk. Sliced them right off. Snipped them. Cut them off at the pass, so to speak. And if you diddle with any more of my goddamn Amsterdam cards in here, mister, you better watch yourself, you crazy Jew. The Jewish conspiracy on whammy. Twenty when the Jews start picking on their own kind, then you know, see? I'm just not Jewish enough, I guess. And when I worked on Yom Kippur, that's when they really decided to go whole hog, if I can say that. Yeah, that's when they really cut it loose. No, that was Joe. QAM. You don't know if you can edit a show without putting this stuff in here. You're going to have to bl block out the... Rob Kaplan is in here ready to blow his brains out. Anybody want to assist? There you go. If we could put on here the uh, three minutes that I just listened to, the, the double talk. You know, even Al Kelly never double talked like this. Bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop, bada-beep, bada-boop. Maddie wants to do this and Vicky wants to do that. Just stick it on like last night. We had one night the show was on the same night as the radio show. That's the way it should be. If they're making second shows, put them in the can, okay? Put them in the crapper for like a rainy day for some other day. The, uh, the postcard, which nobody in this audience has got anything to say about that. I went through 55 minutes about that to crazy Israelis over there at Whammy. 